0: Is chasing happiness getting us into trouble? Happiness is a word with 1000 definitions. It's an elusive topic. The more we chase it, the more it seems to escape us. Is chasing happiness getting us into trouble? Today's podcast is exploring happiness, where it comes from and where we can find it, possibly in places where it's not really obvious to look. Let me introduce you to Krishna Ruparelia, leadership coach with over 14 years experience in leadership, coaching and transformation. Krish, it's so good to have you on the show. I'd love to understand from you, what is happiness?
1: Happiness is an electrifying and elusive state. Philosophers, psychologists have long sought to define it. And since the 1990s, a whole branch of positive psychology has been dedicated to pinning it down. Happiness is a state of well being that encompasses living a good life, one with a sense of meaning and deep contentment. And searching for happiness is not a new concept. People's search for happiness is as old as mankind. So tell me, why is it important? What is apparent is that self-reported life satisfaction correlates with other measures of well-being. Richer and healthier countries tend to have a higher average happiness score. Feeling joyful has its health perks as well. A growing body of research also suggests that happiness can improve your physical health. Feelings of positivity and fulfillment seem to benefit cardiovascular health, our immune system, inflammation levels and blood pressure amongst other things. Happiness has even been linked to a longer lifespan as well as a higher quality of life and well-being. Leading positive psychologists claim that happiness has three sources, our genetic makeup, And some scientists argue that this is the biggest slice, perhaps 50% or more, but it is very scientifically difficult to prove. Our environment, if you live, for example, in a war zone, then that is likely to have a big impact on your mood and your happiness levels. Our actions, such as life skills or habits, research suggests, that happier people are proactive in their rituals on a day-to-day basis. For example, exercising, consciously eating in a healthy way that can really elevate your mood and outlook and overall life satisfaction. What is very interesting is a Gallup study where surveys were undertaken in more than 160 countries in over 140 languages. The main life evaluation question was on a scale of 1 to 10. Personally rate your level of happiness. According to the figures in 2016, Nordic countries topped the ranking. For example, Finland, Norway, Denmark, the Netherlands and Iceland have the highest happiness scores, with averages above seven. In the same year, the lowest national scores correspond to Central African Republic, South Sudan, Tanzania, Rwanda and Haiti, all with the average scores below 3.5.
0: So if the science of happiness actually works, how come so many people are depressed? So it is
1: astounding that the mental health issues have risen by 30%, especially because of the pandemic that we're going through right now and the level of uncertainty. And every 45 seconds, someone is committing suicide. So what's going on here? It is really down to ignorance. Nobody taught us about life skills. We are conditioned as children to learn very quickly that happiness comes from outside So the typical nurturing arises if you ask a child what they want, they are likely to reply that they want to grow up and be an adult, to get those grades, get the right job, meet our soulmate. And the consequence of this is we postpone our happiness. We become dependent on the outer circumstances to fuel our happiness. And we start to live by I will be happy when syndrome. And let's observe for a moment that things outside of ourselves are constantly changing. So basing our happiness on something outside of ourselves is actually quite futile. When we get that dream job or meet the dream man, the happiness is momentary. It quickly changes, doesn't it? This is not to say we don't aspire for all the things we want to manifest. However, being consumed by things outside of ourselves can get us into trouble. We live in a society where there is a need for instant gratification. We want things yesterday, and this creates enormous pressure on our mind and ourselves. The real meaning of happiness has gotten lost in translation from my perspective. So this leads us nicely to create a paradigm shift where we empower ourselves to taking responsibility of our happiness, creating certain habits, taking action every day towards meaningful goals can make all the difference.
0: What strategies do you recommend for us to cultivate happiness? So Mumta, I have four
1: strategies for your listeners today uh, in cultivating happiness. Step number one, ask yourself the question, what do I really need to be happy? The lower the threshold for happiness, the easier it is to attain happiness. Perhaps for the listeners out there, you may want to spend some time specifically writing out the things you need in order to be happy. And this will give you a real chance to reflect on what truly matters to you. Step two, Gratitude makes us happier. Research from Harvard University has found that giving thanks increases your happiness, cultivating an attitude of gratitude on a regular basis, whether it be writing a thank you note to someone you have recently appreciated but not had a chance to convey your thanks to, or even thanking somebody mentally Keeping a gratitude journal, consciously appreciating the gifts that each day has brought can really help us to cultivate those positive feelings. Meditation is also very valuable in helping us to come into that present moment. That is really where joy is. Step number three is nurturing our relationships. The importance of connection and nurturing our relationships has a powerful influence on our health and happiness. And this was quoted by a professor at Harvard Medical School, Robert Waldinger. Taking care of your body is important, but tending to your relationships is a form of self-care too, he quotes. Step number four is mental flossing. Letting go of charged emotions can rob us of our happiness. Maybe it's a colleague that rubs you up the wrong way, or it's your children that don't get ready in time for school. Ask yourself the question, do I want peace or do I want to be right? And understanding the very nature of your feelings and knowing that feelings will change by creating a five-minute ritual focusing on your breath, and really noticing how the feelings do dilute with conscious attention and breathing. And the final step is quoted by Tony Robbins. He very much talks about meaning that we attach to the events that take place in our life, really determines our happiness and life satisfaction. Focusing on something bigger, a broader vision of creating purpose and contribution can really lead to a greater life satisfaction. Channeling your energy to causes for the betterment of society is a valuable way of creating meaning and impact.
0: And finally, Krish, you have a gift for our listeners today. Don't keep us in suspense. So let's
1: end this podcast with a beautiful gratitude meditation. Are you ready, Mamda? And are the listeners ready? So let's get comfortable by sitting on our chair or on the floor. With our spine upright, relaxing the shoulders away from the ears. And taking a deep breath in. Breathing in. And breathing out. And taking your attention to your long and beautiful neck. Relaxing your shoulders through the back. Breathing deeply. Noticing your arms. Relaxing your fingers, palms on your thighs facing upwards. Feeling very relaxed with a gentle smile on your face. And continue taking some deep breaths in through the nose and exhaling out from your mouth. And now take your attention to your heart centre. And with that beautiful smile on your face, let's think about something that we can be grateful for. All the things that you have in your life that brings you joy, laughter, a smile. And breathing in, and breathing out. Perhaps reflecting now on all the things that you have that make your life comfortable, like your bed, a cushion, a pillow, a beautiful cup of coffee in the morning Breathing deeply into your thoughts as you imagine these things. And as you exhale, whisper to yourself, thank you. Breathing in and breathing out. Keep smiling as you cultivate the attitude of gratitude and reflecting now on all the people that you know that come to mind, that enrich your life or even the animals, perhaps your pet that gives you company and unconditional love See them clearly. Breathing deeply into your imagination. Perhaps you can even hear how they sound. And as you breathe out, whisper to yourself, thank you. Breathing in and breathing out. Now let's start to think of what you are grateful for for yourself. Your health, your wisdom, your kindness. Be grateful for your ability to love others. Be grateful for those times that you stood up for yourself. Be grateful for the times you stood strong even when things went tough. Breathing in deeply and whispering as you exhale, thank you. Expressing gratitude for the smallest things, whatever they are, whatever comes to mind, be grateful for them. Take a beautiful deep breath in, becoming aware of your body and your surroundings, wiggling your toes and your fingers. And very gradually in your own time, coming back into the room and gently open your eyes.
0: Well, wow, that was beautiful, Krishna. Thank you so much for coming on Saha Mindset to discuss whether chasing happiness is getting us into trouble. You've given us lots of food for thought, lots of stuff to think about and to contemplate around actually what is happiness and how can we attain our happiness right now without moving an inch, without chasing a thing? How can we find it within us? Thank you so much for such great insight. As always, thanks guys for tuning in to Saha Mindset. Looking forward to speaking to you guys very soon again. Don't forget to connect on Instagram, Saha underscore Mamta. Leave us a five-star rating and share with your friends and family. Lots of love. Until next time. Bye.